0: Hey, thanks for joining us on another episode here of About Faith. Truly counted a blessing and a privilege every time we're able to do this and do each episode with you all. Um, We've almost made a year at this point now of uh, completing uh, this podcast with About Faith. And I truly appreciate everyone that continues to join in, continues to listen to each episode and continue to support the podcast. Um, It's been a new journey for me and i pray that um everyone that has listened has been blessed by something whether it's been uh the testimonies or any of the uh podcasts that we may talk about jesus or any of the other topics that we've had from the father's day topic to the mother's day topics um and uh, i i just pray that there has been something that has been said that has uplifted you encouraged you Or a bless your spirit, something that made you want to go back and study your Bible, Uh, because there's been a lot of things, and even along the way from me listening to everything and studying for everything that has encouraged me and and blessed me. So it's always been my prayer that uh, it has done the same for others. Just wanted to have an avenue of giving some uh, to giving Christians just something else that they can listen to uh, throughout the week. Um, I know everybody has their churches that they go to and. Pastor that they listen to, and I'm no, I'm in no wise or uh, no way trying to replace your pastors, uh, but just trying to give something else that people can listen to throughout the week that they can enjoy. Where we just talk about the Word of God, talk about the things of the Word of God, and help uh, help each other grow. Um, if it's uh, you can always also, you know, visit aboutfaithpodcast.com. You can always leave us some encouraging words. You can find us on Instagram uh, as well as. YouTube um, also too uh, right now we do have uh, some we do have some uh, some t-shirts and hoodies and notebooks and things like that and if you want to just go ahead and uh, visit the site and look at some of those items and represent your faith in God and your faith uh, in your Christianity uh, you can go ahead and check some of those things out as well. But today we're going to be kind of finishing out our series that we've been doing on identity or finding your identity in God. And we're going to take some time and try to wrap this up if we can and try to uh, hopefully say some encouraging words for some people. Hopefully that you've enjoyed the testimony, um, the uh, guests I've had uh, on this topic as well. And some of the other episodes, hopefully they've been... um, good to you as as they have been good to me as well. Um, So uh, we're just going to continue to talk around, uh, talking that same lane and trying to now wrap it up and figure out who we are then. I know we've talked about, you know, you're not your past and uh, we've talked about, you know, how do you find your identity in God and listen to some testimonies on that as well as I talked about God having uh the authority over our life uh, and to tell us who we belong to at this point and since he designed us he has the right and the authority to tell us who we are and who we should be and we're going to talk a little bit more along those lines of who we are uh now that we belong to god and now that we are on the lord's side who are we and i love the word of god because the word of god doesn't leave us without Uh, any definition doesn't want us to be confused about our purpose doesn't want us to be confused about who we are in him but it also wants to make sure that uh we can be confident of who we are in god because we we can be confident of what he wants us to do and as i was reading this as i was studying this i started to uh look at a few things and the first place I, i i went to was uh ephesians and in his letter to the church at uh, Ephesus, Paul, uh, he addresses them as saints. And so what he was basically trying to get them to under, understand is that now that you are in Christ, now that you are, you you have realized that you belong to God and uh, uh, you have come out of uh, uh, sins, trespasses, you have come out of uh, of sin and you've been free from sin now he wants you to understand that that you have a new name and then you 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 should go by something different and the first thing he tells you about who you are is he says that you, if you are in christ you have to understand that now you are a saint and when you look about when you look at it there are uh people that have tried to make Uh, Definitions about what a saint is they try to say that you have to have looked back over your life when you're dead and if they couldn't find any reproach and if uh, 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 They you have to perform at least two miracles then you could be considered a saint But the Bible does not give uh, that definition for what a saint is But here you have Paul talking to people who have been changed uh, By the the power of God they have accepted Christ as their Savior and he's saying that you are a saint so what is the saint one who has trusted christ to be their savior someone who is alive now both physically and spiritually you know at one point in time if you were in sin you were dead in trespasses and in sins but now you have been raised up as spiritually you have been brought to life spiritually and if you're now alive uh, physically and you're alive spiritually you can now consider yourself to be a saint another thing that you can uh, understand that uh, the word saint it, it, it is defined as one who has been set apart It's closely related to uh, sanctification And if you are a saint you're basically somebody that has been pulled out uh, 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 From this world and you have been set apart from this world You're no longer uh, uh, like everybody else in the world Yeah you're still in the world but you're not of the world because now you're you you have been changed and you have been made new and you are a new creature in christ jesus and now he puts a label on you and one of the labels he calls you and one of the things he defines you as is a saint and you may ask yourself how do i how did we become saints how did i become a saint and paul calls them faithful also when you read through that first chapter. Uh, Of Ephesians. He says that they are faithful, and it's because they put their faith in Christ, and He showed them and us grace and took us from the world and placed us in Christ. Now that we have this new title, we have become this new people, and we are saints of God. So, one of the first things I want you to understand about who you are when you come to Christ, what your identity is, and who you are now that you are in Christ, is understanding that you are a saint. A child of God You have been set apart You have been called according to his purpose You have been called uh, uh, To do his will You have been called and set apart uh, To show forth the glory Glory of God So you are a saint Now that you have been called out From amongst the world And you've been made alive spiritually In Christ Jesus And because now you are a saint In Christ Jesus, there are some additional things that come along with that. A lot of times, you know, when you go out and you may buy um, some electronics, you may buy a TV and you'll look on the outside of the box. It'll say also includes these things in there. You may buy uh, a laptop and it may say also includes the power charger. Also includes the USB cable. It may tell you some things you buy a camera. It may say also includes uh, SD card. So when you uh, even just like that as well, when you come over into Christ, um, it includes some other things. Yeah, you become a saint, you become a child of God, but it also includes some other things that God tells you that you are now who you are uh, since you are in Christ Jesus. And one of the things that Paul uh, says that if you keep reading through uh, that first chapter of Ephesians in verse three, he says that uh, "Blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. So another thing I want you to understand about who you are now that you are in Christ is that you are, blessed and i know right here is where a lot of people start talking about uh blessed and they, they start talking about being blessed in a natural sense of having things and met where whether it be of cars and houses and money and things like that but i know i want you to understand what paul says here he says that now that i'm in christ i was born again and this time i was born rich so you are rich he says now i get to share uh in the riches of of the kingdom, and I get to share in God's. He's trying to make a point to us that I get to share in the spiritual things that God has for me. He says, I get to uh, share in His grace and uh, I, I get to share in His glory, I get to share His mercy, and even the unsearchable riches that Christ has. And when He says that, uh, uh, how do we get to experience these things? I want you to understand that uh, sometimes when we look at life and Or when you even just read verse three there, uh, we're taught that we are blessed with all spiritual blessings. That's why I didn't want to get caught up in the natural side of things. But when he says you are blessed, he's talking about something that's not of this world because he doesn't want you to think that your blessings are tied uh, to physical things or natural things that could fade away or be taken away but regardless of the situations that you're in he wants you to understand that you're blessed Uh, no matter if you have the best house you have the finest car regardless you are still blessed so he says that we are blessed with all spiritual blessings or you can read that as we are blessed with all the blessings of the spirit and I don't know about anybody else but that makes me very excited to know that my situations don't determine whether I'm blessed or not my situations don't determine uh uh uh, uh, my blessings or my blessed status but regardless of my situation regardless of the outside uh surroundings and how things are going that I can look at my life and I can say that Christ has told me that I'm still blessed as long as I am in him I'm very much A blessed Saint of God When you look around And you start to think about If you kind of start evaluating And people uh, who have rich parents And as those parents begin to uh, Will off things to Each individual or each child uh, Every child does not Get everything Oh, one may get the house, one may get the car, one may get this part of the estate, one may get that part of the estate, but everybody does not own and will not receive everything. But I want you to notice what he says is God is teaching us that there's enough of him spiritually to go around that nobody has to experience experience any lack spiritually. He said that you are blessed with everything spiritual blessing everybody can experience the spiritual blessing fully so you don't have to worry about any lack you don't have to worry about uh, somebody else getting more than you have you have the same opportunity to get all you can from god spiritually as much as you can handle as much as you want you have the uh, uh, uh you are now able to get all that you can and all that you want from god there's no lack you don't have to lack spiritually you can experience all the spiritual blessings that God has for you. So the second thing I wanted you to understand there is that you are blessed. Now that you are in Christ. And the last thing I kind of wanted you to understand about it. Ephesians 1 and 4 says that he chose us in him before the foundations of the world. That we should be holy. Holy. And without blame before him In love And when you read that You can understand that God chose you And he had a goal for you A goal for your life In choosing you And that goal for your life Was that you be holy And blameless Holiness here uh, When we think about that Is expressing a moral purity while blameless expresses freedom from guilt and trespasses So what God is saying that his goal for your life And now that you're in Christ He says that you are have been set apart because you're holy uh, You have been purified You're now spotless And you are no longer what you used to be uh, If you were a liar He says that You are no longer a liar. If you were an alcoholic, you are now no longer an alcoholic if you were a fornicator you're no longer a fornicator cheater uh you're no longer a cheater murderer you're no longer a murderer and not only that he said that he has uh, uh made you holy in other words cleaned you up and you are now morally pure but then he comes back and he says that he's chose you and you have been set apart from those things and not only that but you have been made blameless in other words, he has uh, uh, cleared your record. You no longer—it's uh, uh, not even a fact of you're just not that anymore. If you look at your record, that's not even that doesn't even exist on your record. He's giving you a clean slate. He has ex- uh, what is it expunged your record? Oh no, no, no! You don't even have that when you go and look back at your life. And God goes back and he checks your life, uh, he doesn't even see those things. I believe the Bible talks about how he will cast. Your sin as far as the east is from the west. So it's not even attached to who you are anymore. You're now blameless and you're pure. No guilt is, can be found in you anymore. You're a holy vessel for the Lord. So for God has taught us three things about ourselves That now we are in Christ He has taught us that we are saints We're set apart We're blessed He's given us all the spiritual blessings And not of that, but we are holy Now that He set us apart and we're blessed He calls us holy as well So in conclusion 1 Peter 2 and 9 says But ye are chosen Ye are a chosen generation A royal Priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of Him who had called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. And I love how Peter puts it here that we are royal priesthood. It speaks to Jesus being both king and high priest. And since He is a king, it makes us royal. And since He is the high priest, we have we are to live our lives now as priests who lived in the temple there were requirements of priests not everyone has not everyone was able to uh enter in and make sacrifices and not to go uh very deep into it didn't talk about the responsibilities of the priests and how they first had to come from the tribe of Levi and all the duties and responsibilities of a priest. But to keep it simple, a priest couldn't partake in everything. A priest couldn't do everything. A priest had to live a life that was consecrated uh, uh, to God. And just as the priest had to make sacrifices on the behalf of the people, we still have to make sacrifices today. So I love the fact that he calls us a uh, uh, we calls us a royal priesthood um, because we still have to make sacrifices. I believe even uh, Peter, a few verses earlier in that same chapter, uh, he talks about how we make now spiritual sacrifices. And the Bible says that we ought to present our bodies as living sacrifices. To God. Each and every day we ought to be uh, uh mortifying the deeds of our flesh. We ought to be, be trying to kill and die to self more and more every day and live more and more to Christ. We are a royal priesthood, we are a chosen generation. We are a, as we stated earlier, we are a holy nation. And to the world, because of all of that, we have become a peculiar people. We are now saints. And children of God who have access to go to the Father on the behalf of the world so they can come and we can pray for them and we can talk to them and we can get what we need from God. We are a holy, holy nation, we are a royal priesthood, we are children of God. And I love the fact that when you read through Ephesians, it talks about how uh now we are in Christ, we can understand all the things that we are now that we are in. In Christ and how that he loves us We are in love We are sharing in his riches And all the things of Christ He wants us to know Who we are He wants us to know who we are in him And who we are in him Is saints Holy And we are blessed So we should now be living a life That brings Glory to God Ephesians said it That we ought to now be to the praise Of his glory Oh he didn't save you just for yourself He didn't save you to bring glory to yourself He didn't save you to uh, bring about A a hand clout for yourself But he saved you So that you could be to the praise Of his glory Everything is about bringing glory back to God And if God couldn't do it who else would have been able to do it? So, no, no, no. You, you are no longer your past. You are no longer uh that liar, that cheater, that stealer, that thief, that, 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 uh, that adulterer, that fornicator. Uh, you're no longer uh that homosexual, that lesbian, you're no longer that murderer, but now you have been made to be a new creature in Christ Jesus. You've been given a fresh start, and now you can say that you are. A chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You are a saint, you are blessed, and again, you are holy. I want to thank you for tuning in on another episode here of About Faith. Hopefully that this series has blessed you and you have uh, further understood that you are, you have a new identity in Christ. Those of you that have been struggling maybe with uh, finding your identity, understanding your purpose. Hopefully we've been able to say some things that have encouraged you and not to for, so you not to let the devil fight you with uh, uh, your past. But now you can look to who you are in Christ and your future in him and know that you are loved and you have been called out with a purpose. And that is to be to the praise of his glory. Thank you for your time. God bless you. And we're going to go ahead and roll the outro. This has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast with me, your host, T.J. Hartman. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.